Hi, I'm Frank Daly and welcome to That Sounds Interesting podcast. Today's guest is Phil Town, a writer who's been living in Lisbon for more than 30 years. So welcome, Phil. It's good to have you on my podcast today. Uh, thanks for having me, Frank. It's uh, very interesting. That's good. Now, I enjoyed our, uh, the chat we were having earlier on, actually. So a lot of things to talk about, Phil. So, but before we get into it, maybe you can give me a little bit of information around your background before you, you, know, before you came to Lisbon. Yeah. Well, I, um, I was born and brought up in the southeast of England, um, a little town called Ascot, which is famous for the races, as you know. Um, and I studied in Coventry, uh, um, Polytechnic. Um, and then I worked for a couple of years in an office, didn't like it, so then I um, did a short teacher training course, uh, which I liked, and then I left the country, left England in 1982, to go to work in Las Palmas in the Canary Islands, where I stayed for two years. Um, I went from there to Madrid, where I stayed for three years, from there to Brazil, where I stayed for two years, and then um, I came to Lisbon, and I've been here ever since. Wow, that was a good uh, uh, world tour. Yeah, pretty concentrated, really. Three, four places, four places. But I, I was thinking the other day, I've been out of the country now for almost half my life, you know, out of my, my native country, out of England. Do you consider yourself more a Lisbon, uh, like a Portuguese person now? Well, I have, uh, a couple of years ago, I got Portuguese um, citizenship, which I'm very proud of. Um, and I must admit, I, it's a bit sacrilegious, but um, I, do, I do feel, in my heart, I feel Portugal more than Britain these days. Because you've lived so much here, more than 30 years. And so, yeah, I've got kind of, it's got it into my blood. I love the country very much, very proud of it, for its achievements. Um, critical when I have to be, obviously. And also looking at uh, Britain and England from a distance, um, it's, it's, it's such a mess. I say it has been changing, and unfortunately yeah. not for the good in, in, in some ways, and which is so disappointing. It is. It's, it's a, such a fantastic country culturally and everything historically. Um, but I'm afraid it's, well, this is me looking at it from a distance. I'm not living the country, obviously. But it, um, it's a bit of a mess, it seems. And I guess it was very useful, the fact that you got uh, Portuguese citizenship um, is it, um, before, uh, because Brexit obviously yeah. has made it very difficult yeah. for people who are from the UK living in Europe. I did, um, I saw it coming actually, and very luckily I got some help from a lawyer uh, in the firm that I worked at, and it was all quite, the, the process was quite smooth. It took about two years to get it done. Um, yeah, the administration of the uh, of the application was quite lengthy, but um, I got it done quite smoothly, and um, I'm very very happy to be Portuguese, Portuguese English. I'm both. And how did you find learning the language? Um, well, I when I left England in '82, I didn't speak a word. Of, well, I I studied French and German actually at school, but I didn't speak a word of Spanish, um, so I had to learn that from scratch. But I spent five years in Spain, in, in Las Palmas and Madrid. So when I went to Brazil, I had to learn Portu Portuguese, obviously. Um, so the, you know, the crossover from what I knew of Spanish made it easier. Okay, okay. And so um, when you were here and you were working as a teacher? Here in, in Lisbon? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I've always, well, since 82, I've been working as a teacher. That was my profession. And 
I've, you know, I've done in Lisbon. I've done a bit of translating as well, um, and other other little things as well. I I do a bit of writing, a journalistic writing, uh, voiceovers as well. You know, uh, voiceovers for corporate films and stuff. I know you said when we were chatting earlier on that um, you were teaching English to adults in a law firm. Yeah, that was my last job. I was um, I was there for nineteen years actually. Um, and until I retired, I retired a couple of months ago, um, and uh, yeah, so it was uh, basically I was teaching lawyers, um, some accountants, some administrative staff, a librarian. My sort of philosophy in this in this firm was that um, most of the people knew their technical stuff; they knew all the technical vocabulary, and it was my job to help them to put it together into sort of some sort of coherent form. You know, so I, I was basically teaching um, uh, grammar and writing techniques and speaking and stuff um, to, to be able to put all of their ideas together. Um, okay, so let's get, get on to writing a little bit, Phil, because I know you've done lots of writing of different things. What about the short stories? Um, yeah, well, I started... Um, I've always liked writing, so I used to d dabble a bit at school and that, and, you know, some teachers said it was quite good, so... Oh, right. But um, I, I started kind of uh, seriously writing short stories about eight years ago. I, felt I came across a, um, a fortnightly competition online, um, um, and it was kind of based in America, but it, you know, uh, I had people from all around the world. And I started writing um, a story every, excuse me, <clears throat> every two weeks for this place, uh, for this site. Um, and it was good. Uh, it was a, it was a little competition, but there was feed. You know, you post your story, you get feedback on it, praise or criticism. You know, which was always nice. Uh, and then you had a, people voted for all the stories, and then you had a winner. You didn't win anything, but it, there's a lot of there's a lot of that validation, basically, isn't it? Um, you said to me earlier on, actually, that you'd written more than a hundred. Uh, well, now I've got a couple, two or three hundred stories, I think. Now that's a great collection. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it depends if they're any good or not, of course, doesn't it? Um, but well, you've tested them out already on other yeah, people. Yeah, that's true. That's true enough. Yeah, there are various definitions for flash fiction, but um, this competition that I that I still write for, um, the, the word limit is twelve hundred. Um, some people say one thousand. Some people say eight hundred. Um, in fact, the, the stories I write are normally. Sort of less than a thousand normally. It's still, it's a very um, succinct way of writing. You're getting an idea, and obviously you're not trying to do character development. You're trying to look at. Uh, maybe you are actually. There, there are there are normally arcs. You know, there are little arcs in the uh, character arcs in the in stories. Yeah, oh. um, people change. Um, description is is very um, sparse. Um, uh, Dialogue, you can throw dialogue in there. Uh, you, basically, you're, you're going for the essence of the story, really. You're trying to extract the extract the essence of. But you can't you can't get there too quickly, can you? You, you sort of um, you know they 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 met, they fell in love, and uh, they they got married. That's not a story. Well, it's a story, but um, is it an interesting story? Uh, I guess conflict is what actually drives a lot of yeah. of, of interest in stories. You, you need a you need a bit of that. You need difficulty. That's right. Um, and uh, sort of overcoming difficulty, um, twists as well. I like a, I like a twist, um, like Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl, he always had a twist in the tale, you know. 
And yeah. I, I quite like to do that. I've read a, a good lot of his stories, and he yeah. wrote stories for kids as well, like the BFG and other things like yeah, that. But he yeah. also wrote a number of books which were adult stories. Yeah. Um, like uh, Kiss Kiss is one of this them. This is the tales of the unexpected. That um, there was a fantastic um, British TV series. I remember uh, that back series. In the yeah. Yeah. Seventies, eighties. Very good. Um, uh, shoulder. Uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Land to the Slaughter, I don't remember that, I where do. the um, the wife kills her oh, yes. husband and she with serves a, up. a leg of mutton. <laughs> she serves it up to him up to the actual uh, constable. To the, to that, the investigators. Yeah, yeah, that was just so, that's That's such very, a brilliantly made film. I know it sounds totally gory, but no, so... No, it's, it's very dark, but it's... So um, brilliantly uh, conceived but, and, and executed, I have to and, say. And very funny, basically. Yeah. It's a very black, very black. Yeah. So yeah, I have to say it's the right. He's a writer who I really enjoyed his short stories, and you can learn a lot from looking at how the structure of those short stories are put together. And it's a different thing. It's a completely different thing writing a short story, though, compared to writing a novel. Yeah. And I know you're writing. You're uh, working on a novel, Phil. I am. You? I am. Uh, I think you've spoken already, Frank, to uh, two of my colleagues, if you are. Um, in our novel write, we do a novel writing meeting every week, uh, Diana and Marina, I think you'll, you'll, have, you'll have spoken to them. Uh, and we started off a couple of years ago writing um, a romance novel, um, and we were supposed to finish it in a couple of months. Uh, Marina did, I think, uh, almost. But Diana did afterwards, but I'm still writing mine. And mine turned out, it's turned from romance into something, into kind of drama, really. Dramatic. Okay, but, but but you've written a good chunk of it. You said you'd written yeah, fifty thousand words. Fifty thousand. Yeah, I think I've got another maybe ten, fifteen thousand to go to get it finished. It's going to be a very short novel, but then obviously um, um, that's my first draft. So it's a little bit. Um, I do a bit of screenwriting as well, and this novel, um, I th I think is it looks like a longhand screenplay. There's lots of dialogue, very little description and stuff. So I'm going to have to go back and I think give it, you know, put it, put in some colour, put in some description. Of course, but you know the style of writing. If you think about it, even within our lifetime, uh, right, uh, novels that were written, we'll say, fifty years ago, yeah. are quite different than novels that are written in the last ten years or fifteen years because we've changed because we were influenced by so much video and so much yeah. online content and where you are you cut to the chase in a lot of cases. Like if you go back to Victorian uh, uh, or maybe even earlier, I know Diana, for example, was writing uh, something in the Regency era. Yeah, yeah, era. Yeah. But it just, even though she's not using the style that they would have done, because the style they would have written there would have been huge amounts of uh, descriptions of, of items, which a modern audience wouldn't like. She's more looking at the... Um, the aspect of the, of what it was like in that era mm. as well, but modern writing tends to be more succinct, succinct yeah. uh, and your your imagination fills in various blanks. I think. Uh, yeah, actually, I'm, I was just reading on the train coming in. Uh, P. D. James. I don't know if you know. Her, oh yeah, I know. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's a big it's a big book. It's a detective uh, thing, and it's it's packed with description. A bit too much for for my liking, but this is um, you know. I think there are there is a school of thought that says you know description is um, uh, adds adds colour and flavour and, and people like it you know um, 
mine, mine doesn't have that. I think, I know Marina likes description too. And well, I say mine doesn't have it because I don't really know how to do it, but. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, I mean, I wasn't saying that they were totally devoid of descriptions, no. but they tended to be more focused, not, not as uh, expansive no, in, in no, some quite, ways. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, what you mentioned there, and I was going to ask you about it, but it's good to, that you mentioned it anyway, is the screenplays that yeah. you were interested in. Yeah, I, I did um, um, about well, 10 years ago, actually. Yeah, 10 years ago, I did um, a, a master's. It was a, a by, by correspondence, a master's at Bournemouth University in screenwriting. Um, and uh, during the course, I produced a, a feature film. Well, no, sorry, on paper anyway. Um, and after that, I've, writ I've written three more feature films. Um, and they're just kind of gathering dust in the drawer, um, but uh, in my digital drawer. Um, <laughs> but... Um, and have you, like, have you talked to any filmmakers, maybe, with the no. potential? Well, I, I basically need to be a different person, really. I need to be more um, foot in the door, get up and go, networking kind of guy. And I'm not really that. That's the problem. You need to, you know, to get things made. If you're a screenwriter these days, you really need to go out there and, and I guess, sell it. And I guess the key difference between uh, a writer or an artist, in many ways as well, can do their do what they're interested in on their own. Yeah. If you're exactly. a filmmaker, it's a collaborative type of yeah, activity. Yeah. You have to be involved with other people because you can't. I mean, okay, I know some filmmakers, documentary filmmakers, can make everything on their own, mm. but. It tends to be much better when you have somebody who's doing the filming, somebody sure. who's doing the lighting, somebody who's written the script, and they're all coming, and then somebody is directing it, and they're all coming together. No, but uh, I mean, you, for example, you told me that you, you'd done a couple of short films, but that was because you had the initiative and the drive to do it, you know, and um, something that, may, that I don't really have. I did, I did work actually on a, a short, I wrote a short story which was published online, and uh, a German guy read it, liked it, got in touch with the editor of the site uh, and got, then got in touch with me and said, look, we want to make a film of your story. I said, oh, great. I said, well, but I'll write the screenplay. And they said, yeah, great. And so we worked on it for like a, a year and then COVID came. <laughs> okay, so, but it might not necessarily be dead. You no, might be able to react to it. But I think they've, they've moved on now. These, the, there were two directors who were going to work on it. They were German, actually. Um, and um, it was good. We we kind of um, negotiated the screenplay together. It was a very good, very good process. Uh, so basically, what I need is for someone to see my work, say they say they like it, manager, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or or anybody really. A creative <laughs> manager who will take and say, yes, that works there, Phil. We'll yeah. take that and we'll combine those items. Yeah. And then and then I sit back and sort of uh, you know. Collect, collect the dollars. <laughs> no, um, that's what I need, really. Yeah. Uh, but actually, and, and we were talking about this earlier on, Phil, and it's a thing that I do as well. I, you know, I, I'm okay with making some money if I want to from, from, from uh, bits of creative, creative stuff, but it's not the main goal. The creativity is the main goal for me, I have to say. And yeah. I think you were saying that you yeah, felt that as well. Yeah, I think well. so. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, why, why do we write? It's, uh, it's, we're scratching an itch, aren't we? We have this kind of need to create. Yeah, uh, and and uh, and that that's what I do, and uh, I, I I'm not looking to make a living out of it. Yeah, uh, but it is nice though getting your work into. I, mean, I know you have um, stuff in uh, some uh, short stories in compilations. Yes, yeah, I, I I do like that. Uh, well, there's that there's that scratching the itch. There's um, the validation. 
there's you know seeing that people like your work that's good and there's also this kind of I don't know if you feel this uh, Frank um, kind of legacy idea you know um, you know I'm not going to be here forever um, what can I leave to the <laughs> to mankind um, to the, uh, to yes the world. it has occurred to me though I have to say um, I'm not ready to go yet <laughs> <laughs> me neither touch wood although I, I did do a I did do a a thing online uh, a couple of years ago that told me when I'm going to die, but we won't go into that. Um, uh, but, you know, it, it would be, I don't know, it's kind of... Um, uh, in years in the future, they'll be good trawling through the digital archives yeah. and say, here's some stuff from Phil Town yeah. we d- we've just discovered. <laughs> no, but there's all these people, aren't they, that... that um, Die, die, we're talking about dying a lot, but anyway, that died poor and then their work is discovered later, you know. Well, who knows? Well, anyway, it is nice to have, to leave some stuff that you, well, I guess it is a good idea. I, I haven't thought too much about it. It has occurred across my mind, I have to say, you don't get to 60 and not think about that at some stage <laughs> in the future. Having said that, uh, there's lots of things I still have to create. So, sure. So. No, and I no, guess no. you do also. You're writing lots of yeah, stuff. Yeah. I don't have any kind of um, major project. I just I basically write uh, when it occurs to me or when, as I was saying to you earlier, I think I, I work best when I'm prompted, when, I, when there's a prompt to work on, you know, a, a keyword or a theme or something or a picture. Um, uh, or, and also having like this competition I was telling you about having some kind of external um, impetus, really, to, to, move, to, to get me writing. And are you still involved in that now? Yeah, I still do that every, every two weeks, yeah. Okay, so you're, um, still, uh, you're still producing yeah. like more and more into yeah. those hundreds of... of yeah, it's building, it's I'm building up for, into a pile. I'm looking forward to delving into some of those. You'll have to give me the website afterwards. Um, In fact, actually, Phil, yeah. if you give me the website, I'll publish it on the podcast site so yeah, anyone else okay. who listens to this will be able to go and read some of your work. Sure, that would be, yeah, that would be good, Frank. Uh, and who knows? I mean, yeah, there might be... Filmmakers out there who see it and think, oh, you think. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, well, I guess that because you're interested in the screenwriting as well mm. as the writing, and and you're kind of structuring, like, as you said, you structured some of your romance novel in a kind of a screenwriting yeah. format. Nearly, yeah. maybe you could convert it to to a, 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 a script. Uh, no, I don't think it's, it's that good. Actually, I'm not so enamoured of it. To tell you the truth, I just want to get it finished. Really. Uh, but I do have, you know, the other way around, I did write a screenplay for my masters, which I think um, would make a good novel. So I'm thinking of doing that, uh, is turning a screenplay into a, into a novel yeah. later. Okay. Um, going, going the other way. Yeah. Oh, and I know, I know that type of thing because uh, one of the books I have published, um, it came from a short story which was in a collection that I'd written. And so I liked one of the stories and I thought, well, look, I could um, do some earlier work on this character and then the main thing was the short story of that main activity and then what the effects were afterwards. Mm. And it was very enjoyable to mm. expand it yeah. from, from being one form into something completely different. Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. In fact, yeah, um, uh, well, what this um, short story that I wrote that the German director saw, um, it was a, a, you know, a short story, a thousand, 1,500 words maybe, and we we created a like a twenty minute film from it, you know, 
Um, well, we would have done. Yeah. It was a 20 minute screenplay, but uh, it never got beyond that. But, um, yeah. It's good to have those projects. I like the idea of having a project that you're working on for a while, mm. but not spending like years on it. Some people, though, who are writers in the, in the Lisbon Writer Group as well, actually, like to work on one item and work on it for a long time. Yeah. And that's another way, a completely valid way of working as well. Sure. See, I don't think I would have the patience, really. I mean, I'm, I'm getting a bit impatient with my novel at the moment. I just want to yeah. get it finished and then maybe start rewriting it. But um, I, but I know my brother, for example, spent a few years right, working on, on a book, and he, which he's still doing some work on. And I can appreciate that it is a, a, a way of work, and many famous authors would have done that as well. Yeah. For me, maybe it's my short attention span. I want to work on a book for maybe six months yeah. And then I want to work on a new project. Three to six months is fine for me, I yeah, have to say. Yeah. And and I guess you, if you're working on on shorter stories as yeah, well, like yeah. like how long does it take to write a um, a thousand words? Um, I can, if I'm inspired, a couple of hours. Yeah. So so that's good. So it is nice. So I mean, both are are, are yeah. valid ways. So you could look sure. at it in some ways. You yeah, know, uh, you could be working for a long time on a story, but it might be a brilliant story, but it was crafted really nicely, and yeah. it maybe took a few years. That's perfectly valid. Mm -hmm. And then, but there is a nice sort of continual satisfaction of doing short stories and yeah. doing uh, uh, things that don't take too long, and then you can move on to other items. Yeah. It depends on personality, I think, as well. Uh, but also there are millions billions trillions of stories out there you know what uh, concentrating on one just seems like you know you're um uh, yeah. what, what about all the other millions millions of stories that are out there Let, let's let's grab them you know <laughs> um, yes it seems uh, like a waste really yeah well but it's a different it's, 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 a, different it's a deep mindset, it's a deeper yeah, yeah. exactly a different yeah. mindset but completely valid i have to say as well yeah. so um phil i'm gonna wrap it up there but it's been really nice having you on my uh, podcast today it's been so interesting to learn about all the various different creative things you've been doing uh, thanks it's been a great pleasure frank thank you for having me thanks a lot bye Cheers.